0: Live. Hey there, Michigan sports fanatics, good evening. It is 11 o'clock and it's time for episode 106 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Roundup. I'm Taylor Phillips along with Lewis Tenor. How are we doing tonight, Lewis? Doing fine. Good, good. So, uh, Tigers sent Audemars Sanchez to the mound to start against Jose Quintana. Well, both got a no decision, and the result wasn't good, but neither was uh, the weather prior
1: to the start of the game, because it was raining out, but it was a, a very, very short rain delay. So... So it started at
0: 250 instead of 210. The White Sox struck first again. Melky Cabrera with an RBI double in the bottom of the first, and then and then Justin Upton answered back with another three-run home run. It's second of the series, swinging a red-hot bat, put the Tigers up three to one in the
1: in the top of the second. but uh,
0: Melky Cabrera fights right back with, with an RBI single, scoring Tyler Saladino, the second baseman.
1: That made it 3-2. to two. And then Jose Abreu, the sacrifice fly, tied it up. Audubon Sanchez allowed Runners on second and third and nobody out. He's bad out there.
0: And it would stay tied until the seventh inning when Jose Iglesias hit a ground roll double down the left field line off, hit one hop off the foul pole or one of the One of the bullpen cages, but but it was but it one hopped over the fence either way, either way, um, that gave the Tigers a four three lead. Going into the bottom of the eighth, fast forwarding here, going ahead, Shane Green was put put in there and um, with a man on first and nobody yet, nobody out. That's Jose Abreu on first. Justin Morneau didn't waste any time bringing him home.
1: Shot a nice uh,
0: nice little drive up the gap in right center field. Jose Abreu scored easily. That tied the game at four. That was an RBI double by Justin Morneau, the former Minnesota twin that, that used to have... That was one of those... Uh, those uh, classic Minnesota Twins hitters that had the Tigers' number, had the Tigers' pitchers' numbers.
1: And then Avisail Garcia gave the White Sox...
0: Uh, their second lead of the game, this time this time for good. Scoring J.B. Shuck because the outfield again because the outfield obviously was not not playing shallow enough. They were playing way too deep. They were playing way too deep the whole game. The Tigers' outfield. That's on Brad Ausmus, not not pulling the outfield in shallow shallow any any distance of shallow that's
1: pure laziness oh my god
0: and then um two more RBI singles hit off of Justin Wilson two more Two more,
1: two more, uh, two more, two more RBI singles by Justin
0: Wilson. Uh, Two more, two more RBI singles off of Justin Wilson by Tyler Saladino and Adam Eaton. When the outfield was still playing way too deep, that made it six to four, and then seven to four.
1: And that and, and that was the final score. Chris Peck got the win, Shane Green got the loss. Well well in the top of the ninth. Um,
0: Brad Osmus uh pinch hit with Jared Saltolamachia. He didn't do anything. He uh wide out to right and then Osmus pinch it with Tyler Collins again. And Tyler Collins struck out to end the game and bitched at the home plate umpire on that final called strike. It was a it was a gosh darn strike, Tyler Collins. Don't whine and complain. Just just get your ass back in the in the clubhouse and and be a man about it or gets or get your sorry little ass sent back down to the triple h to lele mudhens for God's sake
1: boy that this is what
0: this is another game. Where uh Brand Osmus again did not pinch hit for the pinch hit with Stephen Moya, who was recently called up. Stephen Moya has better numbers than Tyler Collins better numbers than Casey McGee. He hasn't done much in the series, if not anything, if not nothing. Or in other words, if anything,
1: just not much.
0: Just very, very dumb managing by Brad Osmus. And Peter Gammons on Twitter at, at Gammo.
1: Said that said in it in his um
0: in one of his articles that Brad Ausmus could be the American League manager of the year Lewis no th- that, that would give you an, an aneurysm wouldn't it it gives me an aneurysm it gives it gives Jeff Moss an aneurysm
2: that, anyway, uh, stomach
0: turn. oh man yeah Jeff Moss by the way the uh the uh, author, co-owner, and founder and chief editor of the Detroit Sports Rag. You can follow Jeff Moss on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR. His website, DetroitSportsRag.com. dot com.
1: What is Gammons
0: thinking? <laughs> He's way too old for the job. He should he should have retired. Tired. He should have retired. Like, like a few years ago, he
1: doesn't yeah. have it anymore. no, he doesn't so i that's all I have to give. He's just too old yeah he's, he was he's he was old when I was a kid, right
0: But man, oh man did he did email that one? <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> yeah, he needs help. Yeah, he, he he needs help in a um a nursing home for goodness sakes. Ooh. No offense,
1: but
2: of course he, he's
0: got he's got dementia, man. He's got dementia.
2: Mm, or amnesia.
0: Well, well, dementia is a sign of getting way too
2: old. Yeah. How old is he anyway? I don't know. Probably in his uh, 70s or 80s. Well, if he's in the 80s, then he has lost a step. You know, there there comes a point when, no matter how good you are, when you get to be a certain age, you do you do start to lose certain, you know, functions, momentum, you know, physically or just not as sharp as you once were, and uh, maybe it's showing.
0: Well, well, it, it is already showing, and Peter Gammons has lost all of it. Wow, or or most of it, one of the two.
2: What a shame.
0: I know. Used to be, he. I mean, he used to be the uh, analyst for ESPN, ESPN's Baseball Tonight. Yes. Back in the old
2: days. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember those days when I was when I won a sports center in my younger in my younger
2: ages. Yes. Uh he is forty five. He is 60, no wait, nineteen forty five. Oh, That's, he's uh seventy one.
0: Seventy one. Seventy one. Oh, I got the range right. He's two years younger
2: than my mother.
0: Oh yeah. Yes. Well. Well, that. Oh, well, that reveals something right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I. I. I think. Yeah. Well, that. It, it, not. Not. I think. This, this is. This is real. This is. This is. This is evident that. Um that uh Peter Peter Gammon should have retired. Brad Osmus should have been fired and still needs to be fired after this season. Period. I know I know the Tigers are still in a heated race for the wild card spot with the Baltimore Orioles, which which we're gonna to get to really soon, but this' poor decisions continued to haunt this team. And uh Al Avila, the, the general
1: manager, uh, well, I don't even know. Al Avila has... Um, Uh, still hasn't, uh, I,
0: I, I guess, still hasn't addressed the, the Tigers' bullpen issues. But um, both um, Avila and Osmus are to blame altogether and individually.
1: More, m- more than the players are are to blame.
0: All game long today, the Tigers outfield was playing playing out way too deep.
1: I saw the entire game. I had
0: to wake up to see this to see that crap. And I had to cover it anyway cuz this is what this this is about. Doing homework. Doing hard
1: homework. So with so of that,
0: uh, unfortunately for the Tigers' part, they, they do not tie the Baltimore Orioles because um, the worst part of it is the Orioles also lose to the Tampa Bay Rays seven to six. You got so uh, you you got the other scores that after I just mentioned that score, Lewis. Uh, the stand, the standings, how far each team, how far back each team is, the division standings and the wild card standings and headlines. For the day. Take it away, Louis, please.
2: I've got all right here. All right. Going to the top of the ninth here, the Braves and Nationals are tied at three. Uh, Espinosa, Taron, and Drew will be up at bat. Uh, in the game that just ended, the Brewers uh, escaped the Cubs 2 to 1. uh, Knievel, uh gets the win on that. However, you say his name. Um, top of the ninth, the Twins uh it spell? it's spelled K N E B E L Canable. Canable.
0: Yeah, a former Tiger prospect, huh? Right. Okay.
2: Alright, uh top of the ninth, the twins are leading the Royals six to four. There's two out, uh, with a runner on second. Uh Dyson is batting, so they're getting their last licks in. Unless something happens. On the bottom of the eighth, the Giants are leading the Rockies 5-3. to three. There's nobody on. There's one out. And Tappa is, is up, up at bat. Uh, we reach the 17th stretch in San Diego as the Red Sox lead the Padres now 5-2. to two. Norris, Shemp, and Janowski are up at bat. But these things are getting really tricky. Um, Mariners are having a field day with the Rangers right now as they lead seven to nothing. As we head into the bottom of the fourth, Smith, Marty, and Cano are at bat at Trader. End of the third, Dodgers lead the Diamondbacks two to one. Thomas, Herman, and Brito are up at bat. Uh, the Mets uh, earlier today. These are finals from earlier. The Mets double up on the Reds six to three. Snyergard gets the win. Oh well. Uh, the Red uh the Rays edge out the Orioles seven to six. Box uh, Boxberger, uh is the was the winning pitcher there. Uh, the White Sox or the Tigers seven to four. Beck was the winning pitcher. Athletics uh beat the Angels four to one. Colton was was the winner, uh, or is it uh, Cotton? Just like this is Cotton picking there here. Oh, yuck! Pirates over the Cardinals four to three. Williams is the winner. <laughs> Yankees sweep the Blue Jays two to nothing. Brian Mitchell is the winning pitcher there. <laughs> Still in business. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Indians just be, uh, Indians um, hang on to be the Astros six to five. Carn Nassi uh was the winning pitcher. And the fish, aka the Marlins, shot out the Phillies, six to nothing. Cashier is the winning pitcher there. Uh a little side note here, um if I can find it again. Aha, here he is. Uh Jonathan Villar hit two home runs to give him fifteen to go on. 50 stolen bases as the first player to reach those numbers since Carl Crawford back in 2009. Only Ricky Henderson did better. He had six seasons with those numbers. Can't believe it's been that long ago. I was alive when I I was I was young when that happened. All right, uh, we go to the to the standings now in the American League East. It goes like this: the Red Sox are still in front, 77-61. But right behind them, the Blue Jays are only a half game behind at 77-62. And, and just below that, Baltimore is 76-63, and 63, only a game and a half back. Yankees are 73-65, and 65, closing in at four games back. And the Rays pretty much out of contention at 59-79-18 50, and and back. To the uh, Central, the Indians... 80 and 58, Tigers are 75 and 64, five and a half back, kind of a long shot but still doable. Royals are 72 and 66, eight back, also fairly doable. White Sox 67 and 72, thirteen and a half back, and the Twins 51 and 88, 29 and a half games back. <laughs> that season is done. The West. Rangers eighty-three and fifty-six. Um, Houston Astros are seventy-four and sixty-five, nine games back. The Mariners are seventy and sixty-eight, twelve and a half back. The Angels are sixty-two and seventy-seven, twenty-one games out, and the Athletics sixty and seventy-nine, twenty-three games out. Now to the National League. Nationals are eighty-one and fifty-seven, and guaranteed at least a five hundred season. The Mets are 74-66, and 66, eight back. The Marlins are 69-71, 13 back. The Phillies, 62-77, 19 and a half back. And the Braves, of course, are the Braves, 54-85, 27 and a half games back. Okay, to the Central. The Cubs keep on rolling, 89-49, and 49. way back in second now. The Cardinals 73 and 65, 16 back. The Pirates, 68 and 69, 20 and a half games out. The Brewers, 61, 77, 28 games back. And the Reds, 57, 81, 32 games back. Boy, this this division is pathetic. Whew. Uh Seattle is now eight nothing over Texas in the bottom of the fourth. Another run just scored. Okay, the West Dodgers. Seventy-eight and sixty. The Giants is seventy-four and sixty-four, four games back. I think they're tied with the Mets for that wild card spot now. Rockies are sixty-six and seventy-two, twelve games back. The Diamondbacks are fifty-eight and eighty, twenty games back, and the Padres fifty-seven and 81, 21 games back. All right, now over to the wild card spot, and and let's see if I'm right about that. Okay. The Red Sox are leading in the American, leading the, whoops, all right, here we go. Toronto is a game up in the wildcard spot, followed by the Orioles. Detroit is one game back. Houston is two games back. Yankees are only two and a half out. Royals are three and a half out. The Mariners are five and a half out. The White Sox, nine games out. The Angels 14 out. The Athletics are 16 games back. The Rays are 16 and a half back, and the Twins are 25 games out, so I think they're pretty much done. Um, okay, internationally, now the Giants are one game up, followed by the tie with percentage points of the Cardinals and the Mets, even though the Mets have one more win in the win column, but one more loss in the loss column. But as it balances out, they're even. Pirates are 68 and 69, 4.5 back. Marlins, 69 and 71, 5 back. The Rockies are 7 back at 66 and 72. The Phillies, 62 and 77, 11.5 back. As well as the Brewers, also 62 and 77, 11.5 out. Diamondbacks are 15 out with 58 and 80. The Padres and Reds are tied at 57-81 each, both 16 games back, and the hapless Braves are 54-85, 19 and a half out. Oh boy, um, I have some I have some news from other other leagues. I know that a lot of people don't pay attention to them, but I actually do, and it goes like this: um, in MLS action, Orlando over Montreal. Uh, four to one, and the LA Galaxy over Salt Lake, three to two. I have interesting news about the MLS, and I'll get to that during the headlines. Um, WNBA, well, it was a night of no contest for each for each uh, game that was being played, as Seattle just destroys the Liberty one oh two seventy eight and the Mystics just beat up on the Sky one eighteen eighty one. Not a great night for WNBA fans. Ugh. Uh, as I may continue now here. Uh, okay, so, uh, Serena beats uh, HEP three sets in the U.S. So in the round of eight, and now we'll go to the semifinals. I have some interesting news about the uh, World Cup coming up uh, on September 17th. A few players are named team captains. Patrick Kane. Okay, I'm gonna start from the start from that because that's a little bit. Um... Yeah. Okay, I'll start off with like this. For a World Cup, Alexander Ovechkin has been named team captain for the Russian World Cup team by the Ice Hockey Federation of Russia, and that was decision was made today. Inge Malkin. And Pavel Dastuck will be named alternate captains. Malkin's a dirty player. Uh, Corey Price will start for Canada in an exhibition game on Friday. And Joe Pabalski of the San Jose Sharks has been named team captain for the U.S. US hockey team. And I was just about to mention here, uh, Patrick Kane will be the ultra team captain for the U.S. And Ryan Lochte, well, we knew a punishment was going to be coming, and it has been served, as he has now been banned for 10 months by the U.S. Olympic Committee and the U.S. swimming Team for his involvement in that phony robbery at gunpoint, which it turned out to be they were holding up a gas station. And he deserted, too. So and I hate to, and I hate to do this again, but I'm gonna do it.
1: We've been robbed.
2: Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was doing, yeah, he wasn't really in trouble. He was just trying to do his best the Andre Jordan impersonation. Oh Yeah, and he still got no rings. Oh Alright. Uh Broncos extend the contract of by receiver Emmanuel Sanders for a three year deal worth approximately thirty three million. Um, Andy Murray goes down five sets to a Japanese tennis player his name I cannot pronounce uh, I don't think I can even try it um, as I think I mentioned yesterday um, Fox Sports 1 has a new show with Shannon Sharpe and Skip Bayless and I have and I can't believe they're actually doing this show it's just awful Yeah, unwatchable because, oh, he is unwatchable No wonder ESPN has fired him. <laughs> That's right. He deserved it. He deserved it all right. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, how does someone like that actually even even get a chance to be a, a sportscaster? I mean, there's been so many great ones over the years. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, think back to the old days when you had like, oh, Dick Shap. His son, forget it. I mean, he doesn't stack up. But, you know, I think, the, I think the great ones are, you know, going, and we have to get these clowns that pretty much um, put all the shame. All right, other news here. Um, U.S. hockey coach John Trottiella tells his players that if anyone sits during the National Anthem at the World Cup's games, it will be forced to to sit out the entire game now he says he's not criticizing anyone for stepping up and putting their thoughts out there but believes all should stand for the flag uh, his son is being deployed in, uh, I think to Iraq uh, for the third time Ooh, boy. can't say I blame him um, Drew Brees agrees to a deal with the Saints for a five-year deal worth forty three million but as I am told, you, it contains a void after year two, but also involves a no-trade clause. So the Saints are forbidden to use their franchise tag, play, tag on him. And I was mentioning the MLS um, a while ago. Now, here's something interesting. The MLS title game, which will be on December 10th, yeah, that's right, they go that long, uh, will be televised in primetime on Fox. Uh, It'll be prime time on network TV for the first time ever, and the first time on any network TV in eight years. This will be a split between ESPN and Fox. Um, I think it was for six years, but I'll check on that later. And the Paralympics um, begins in Rio tonight, and will run through next Sunday. And that should be inspirational to us all. I mean, you know, these people, you know, they really give their hearts out competing, you know, all they've been through and they're, and they're giving every, every step they got. And the opening ceremonies, uh, were tonight and throughout the games, they'll be televised on NBC Sportsnet. Um, I had another, I had this earlier, um, Although he did, he did sign, I said he, that he wasn't going to be able to sign once the season began, and it was four days to go. So I was like saying, well, what was he waiting for? An engraved in invitation? But at least now he finally did it. <laughs> Yuck. Wow. All right. That was, that was just a bad joke on my part. You know, when the clock is ticking, like are uh, like, you know, you better move it, buddy, or you're going to be out of luck. Uh,. Garamo Stanton returned to the Marlins after being out with a groin injury on uh, um, last night, but his uh, pitch-hitting duties are limited. Now, here's a weird record that was um, actually broken uh, last night. Cardinals Matt Carpenter set a record for pitch-hitting home runs with 15. Now, that's kind of that's kind of unusual. Uh, Danbury, Danbury Swanson hit his first Major League home run last night, and it was an inside-the-park job. That hasn't happened with Atlanta, I think, since 2003. Um, Royals catcher Salvador Perez goes down with a wrist injury last night after being hit by Urban Santana, as he leaped out of the batter's box and crashed to his knees in pain and then was headed for an examination. Yow. Oh, man. Oh, that's that smarts. Crutched to his knees and then just, ugh. But here's uh, encouraging news. Um, I don't know if we covered this last night or not, but I'll mention it again. Um, Angels pitcher, uh, Matt Shoemaker is out of hospital after two days of the her surgery after being hit by a line drive. Two days after that, he's already out.
1: And Jordan Zimmerman uh,
2: will return to the Tigers, I think, by this weekend, as he was out with neck pain. Yeah, I know what that's like. It, I've, I've had that myself. All right, just a quick check of any more scores and updates that came through. Uh, we're still tied in the top of the ninth with the with the Braves and Nationals at three. Twins beat the
1: uh, Royals six to five.
2: Giants uh, the Rock, Giants are holding Rockies five to three. Ain't nothing. Dodgers are now leading the Diamondbacks two to one. And. All right, that's all the scores are now updated. The Mets, are, the Mets have, a, at least in terms of games back, caught the Cardinals for the second wild card spot. Cardinals have played two fewer games, so it has the edge by one single game in the loss column, as well as winning percentage. Boy, this is really tightening up, folks. Like I said, funny game baseball. Just when you think you're out of it, a few weeks you're right back in. like you know, I I would explain this um, on another show earlier uh, before we uh, went on. I would explain it how you really can't judge how the season goes, like say uh, late May into like um, mid June. The the on mid June. Um Father's Day weekend the Yankees were four games below five hundred and a lot of people were writing them off. Well, since then the tables have turned and
1: now they are second here,
2: now they are eight games above five hundred. So they've had quite a turnaround since mid June. So who's to say that, you know, oh, they're struggling right now, they're below 500. the season's almost half over. Yeah, but in a long season of 162 games, there's ground to make up. Where, say, if you're playing football in a 16-game season, if you get into a hole early, that might be hard to climb out of. You know, you only play 16 games a season in football, and you've got to make up a lot of ground quick. Whereas in baseball, you have the time to come back from eight games below 500 in the sixth week of the season, and you can, you can make up ground for that. Hockey and basketball, yeah, somewhat. I mean, if you have a lousy October and November, you can make up for it maybe by, like, uh, February, even though they play half as many games as baseball does. But at least they get some time to make up the ground. Where in football, you know, if you're like 0-4, 0-5, you're in trouble. And, of course, uh, the first game of the year tomorrow night, and I'm looking forward to it. And that game will start at, I believe, 8.30. I'll wait, just a quick check to make sure. Yes, 8.30. And it's a Super Bowl rematch. carolina and Denver, at thirty on NBC. Yeah. This may be a weird question to ask, but are you ready for some
0: football? I am. I, I was just going to say that. Thank you. Even, <laughs> right, even even though the Lions are not going to do well
2: anyway. Well, I you that already. Right. I I remember that 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 horrible season. Yeah, the yeah, Uh, 2008. Yep, I'm like this is unbearable. I don't believe this is happening. Mm, Me either. Yeah. All right, it's all yours. Thanks very much. Uh, I got a
0: I got an article from uh, Jeff Moss over the Detroit Sports Rag to read to you people. It's headlining you dumb effing c-word manager. This is this was published a few hours ago today. In June of 2006, baseball writer and television personality Peter Gammon suffered a brain aneurysm. It would appear that the former Boston Globe journalist either never recovered from that tra- traumatic issue or he had another cerebrovascular disorder a few weeks ago when he suggested that Brad Osmus was a candidate for AL Manager of the Year because if you think that Osmus should be in that conversation, you definitely need your brain checked. That was never more evident than it was over the last two games on the south side of Chicago where that dark mouth gift stick was, inexplic- was inexplicably outmanaged by a borderline retard. And then in parentheses, the third article said, sorry, I'm not going to be politically correcting in this article. I am seething about what I have witnessed over the last 24 hours. If you don't like that, I didn't call them, call them either Robin Ventura, the slow adult, or Robin Ventura, the conqueror. You can lick my taint. <laughs> so in the fourth paragraph, not in parentheses, this article is, is going to be very Stephen moya Centric. So before I get into to my dis, dissection of all the putrid moves Ausmus made over the last two days, let me post Moya stats in both Detroit and Toledo this season. With Detroit, 95 plate appearances, 258, 295, 517, 812 OPS. An OPS plus of one, 112. 46 total bases, offensive war 0.7, a positive 0.7, with OBA,
1: 338,
0: with RC plus 110. With Toledo, 284 batting average, 310 on-base percentage, 501 slugging percentage, which adds up to an, an 811 on-base plus slugging percentage, OPS for, show, OPS for short. In an admittedly small, very small sample size, Moya had a 93, had a, had a 937 OPS in the last week of the AAA Toledo Munhen season. Of course, Moya was called up this week, when rosters were allowed to expand after the end season ended, after the last 24 hours, I have, to ha- I have to wonder whether the Tigers are in some sort of recreational basketball league and needed a ringer because Moya sure, was, sure wasn't brought up to, co- to contribute to the, big, to the big league club. Let's start at the top of the seventh inning Tuesday night against the White Sox. In the middle game, with the Indians losing all night to the Astros, Detroit had a shot to move within three and a half games of the Tribe in the AL in the American League Central Division. The Tigers were trailing two nothing with the bases loaded and and one out, and that was the final score, by the way. And and we hit we covered that. With our in game
1: chat coverage. In game footage.
0: Southpaw reliever Dan Jennings was on the hill with righty Nate Jones ready to enter out of the Chi Sox, the Chi Sox bullpen. The obvious move at this point was to utilize. James McCann as a pinch hitter. The catcher is actually competent versus left-handed pitchers as he has a slash line of 252, 319, 514 against them. That's outrageously high. Mm. Now there would be, now there would have been a chance that had been, had, had McCann been announced, Ventura would have summoned the hard throwing Jones, but no one, has ever gotten rich predicting what that dope will do? That's Brad Osmus. In fact, just the day before, Ventura brought, brought in the same Dan Jennings to face McCann in extra innings. That's on a that's on late. That was on Labor Day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm pretty sure Jennings was throwing the same damn appendage on Monday, and that McCann had the same awful platoon splits. And even if Ventura had decided to call on Jones, Osmus would have been able to counter with Moya off the bench since this team is carrying about 78 guys on the roster right now. One of those guys is even a third catcher, so sacrificing McCann wouldn't have been a big deal. Instead, Ausmus went went with Jacoby Jones, a kid who is in Detroit, only because Casey McGay was so god awful at replacing the injured Nick Castellanos. Out of absolute desperation, the Tigers summoned Jones from Triple A, the Triple H legal Mud Hens. How do I know the Tigers originally had no intention of bringing up Jones this year? Well, because General Manager Al Avila told us, quote, when Mike when Mike Aviles left Tuesday's game with a, ring, with, with a wrist injury, there was immediate speculation on social media about whether Jones would get consideration for a pr- promotion. Aviles said, quote, really what's best for this organization and, and what's best for Jacoby Jones is he stays there and helps us in the, in the near future. Not this year, but maybe the years to come. Unquote. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm reading this article right now, actually. Oof. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: That's uh yeah, Jeff Moss's article today. Mm hmm.
2: My goodness. Every name of the book he's being called, my goodness.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: And people think I'm harsh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's
0: pretty hard hitting. Yeah. That's what that's how Jeff Moss is. He he's got he's got he's got passion. He's got a sense of urgency. He's, a, he's very aggressive, too.
2: I'm surprised, yeah. though, they didn't edit this stuff out in the, in the uh, article because they're even putting in those uh, four-letter words. Yep. Yeah, you would think that they would, they would um, you know, edit it out. But here it is all in black and white, every dirty word in the book.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: Wow. Pulls no punches here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I can just imagine this is going to be on ESPN or Fox Sports One tomorrow. Oh, boy, get ready. <laughs> no, nah, Jeff Moss doesn't want to be be on, on
0: those channels. Why would he? Why would he want to be a be a protege of uh, of uh, imbecilic imbecilic bosses that that have horrid sports takes? Yeah, like Stephen A. Smith.
2: Oh, that loser. Yeah. Yeah, who do you think is who do you think is worse though, uh, Smith or Bayless? Bayless. Yeah, well, Smith is a close second. Whoa. It's close,
0: but I think, but Bayless is clearly clearly worse than Smith.
2: Well, he's clueless anyway, so. Yep. They both are, especially Bayless. Oh, yeah, you think they were separated at birth? no, no, no. Up, we're going to extras with the Braves and Nationals as they now are still tied at three. All right. Yes. Well, there. Well, there's more
0: in this article.
2: And Jones looks so
0: overmatched on Monday ap- afternoon that a loser with a 5.05 OPS in the bigs this season started Tuesday's game at third instead. Oh, yes, the same Casey McGay who was DFA'd earlier this summer and every single team in the league said thanks but no thanks. We're good. Hmm. In one of the biggest plate appearances of the season for this roller coaster organization, Osmus decided to go with Jacoby Jones instead of McCann versus a lefty or Moya against a right handed pitcher. And if that wasn't dumb enough for you, the Ivy League imbecile, the mimbo imbecile, that is, had another chance in the ninth inning to correct his mistake. With two outs in the tying run on base in the top of the ninth, Osmus decided to go with Tyler Collins off the bench instead of Moya. So let's take a look at that, 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 that uh, crap-stained stats this season in Detroit and Toledo. Tyler Collins with Detroit, 135 plate appearances, a slash line of 238, 304, 385. A 689 OPS, an OPS plus of 87, total bases 47, offensive WAR minus 2.5. Oh my God! Ugh.
1: Oh, here it is. Yeah. Ugh.
0: With OBA, two an average of 299, and with RC plus. With Toledo, a 2.14 batting average, a 2.74 on-base percentage, a 3.23 slugging percentage, and a 5.97 OPS. Now, after comparing the above with Moya statistics, traditional, advanced, and barbecued, otherwise, please tell me why the F you'd ever have Tyler Collins pinch-hitting over Stephen Moya. No one was asking for Moya to field in this situation just to pinch-hit and then exit the game because we all know that we'd rather have a, a, thalidomide, a thalidomide baby roaming right, right field than Moya... Than Moya. Then Moya at this point than than Moya at this point, Evan Woodbury tweets at Evan Woodbury Osmus used Tyler Collins as pinch hitter for Jacoby Jones at the ninth said he didn't consider n- newly arrived Stephen Moya quote we had the guys up we wanted the, quote we had the guys up we wanted unquote you says Jeff Moss. And just when you thought crap couldn't get any worse, you had today's abomination where Osmus once again refused to call on Moya for for some asinine reason. Ventura asked his closer, David Robertson, to pitch for the fourth day in a row, even though his team is already out of playoff contention. Predictably, both J.D. Martinez and Justin Upton reached, reached base to start the top of the ninth, so down 7-4, the Tigers had a shot to tie the game with a home run. Plus, Ausmus decided to let McCann face the overworked righty closer even though the catcher has an anemic 528 OPS versus right-handed pitchers. In 2016, Moy, t- Moya's MLB slugging percentage is almost equal to McCann's OPS versus righties this season. Of course, McCann weekly struck out in embarrassing fashion. And in, and in parentheses, it says, and just to make you, and just to make sure you're keeping track, Osmus didn't want. To pinch hit McCann on Tuesday because Ventura might have brought in a to face him. 18 hours later, he lets McCann hit against a already in the game. Already in the game. Got that? Good. Suicide. Out of parentheses. On parentheses. Out of parentheses now. Then Osmus decided to bring Jarrett Lamakia off the bench, attempting to catch a catch lightning in a bottle for the sixth time this season as a pinch hitter, may I add, even though Salty has a slash slash line of 147, 267, 307, man, oh, man, horrid, since the All-Star break and looked like trash against Robertson the night before in the exact same situation. And Morton Gore expensive Starbucks coffee swung at the first pitch and Meekly popped out. Popped up for the second out of the inning. At this point, we had to see Moya, right? Ausmus wouldn't make the exact same mistake again. No chance. Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Here comes I wasn't born enough. I, here comes I wasn't born with, a, with enough middle fingers, Collins, again, and the douchebag struck out in almost exact duplicate fashion to end the game. And Collins complained to the umpire af, right after he struck out, may I add, as I saw as I saw on television, like I mentioned earlier.
2: I'll take stupid baseball moves by marriage for 500 outs. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And Fraser, one more question, please. It was like deja vu
0: all over again, without the twenty dollars bottomless soda and the bottomless strippers. McCann, oh. Salty Collins. Quote: We had the guys up we wanted. Unquote. Please die in a fire, Brad. Manager of the year. Now my brain is effing bleeding. End of article. (laughs) Grand finale fireworks, folks. Exclamation point. Yeah. That's what I call a Big Bang Theory. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what. The way I saw that game...
0: uh Tyler Collins should never have played in either in either game.
2: Yeah.
0: Steven Moya should have played both games. In fact
1: in fact had had Osmus given Mabin off, Moya should have started playing center field.
0: If if uh if uh Cameron Mabin Ever had to rest it at any point in the seri- in any game of the series, I would I would start Stephen Moya, Stephen Moya. In center field, right? If I were the manager.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. But uh, Maven was
0: just. Uh, fresh off the DL or day-to-day or the day-to-day list. But, But anyway, I hope Steven Moya plays starting Friday night when the Tigers return home to take on the Baltimore Orioles, the team that the Tigers are tangling with for that second spot in the American League wildcard division standings.
1: So this is this is
0: actual this is actual proof not only from Jeff Moss's article and from what I saw in the game that that Brad Ausmus is in fact indeed still such a terrible manager and and Peter Gammons calls Brad Osmus uh, thinks Brad Ausmus should be the American League Manager of the Year. <laughs> hey, Peter Gammons, retire, hit the road, live yeah. in a nursing home, please, and shut the hell up about baseball for the rest of your life. Please. We don't want to hear from you.
1: in fact i'm going to tweet peter gammons tweet to peter gammons that article from jeff moss
0: i'm going to, i'm going to bring it to him right about now when i uh right immediately after i get off the air which
1: will be soon so um
0: that's all i have to share for tonight Lewis, you got anything
2: else? All right, uh, we got we got a heated game here in the bottom of the ninth. The Giants is leading the Rockies five to four. However, the, the Rockies are have bases loaded with one out.
0: Oh man! So
2: this is, this yeah. is interesting. Yeah, I'll say. So a walk will tie it, and a base hit could win it.
0: And that is a double off the wall. And the
2: Rockies win it. Rockies Six win. To five. Rockies win. Oh, Rockies win. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Yeah, I know. I that's that's my Michael King impersonation. All bad. And uh in the top of the ninth here, the Red Sox are the Padres seven to two. please. Just when the Yankees are trying to make rounds, Boston keeps winning, and Baltimore keeps winning. Ugh. Well, we still got three and a half weeks to go. Anything can be, anything can happen, unless you're Tampa Bay or the Twins. And uh, Texas is now scored three in the top of the seventh. It is now eight-three Seattle. Uh, you would think it's probably out of reach, but not just yet. Because remember what happened with the White Sox back in uh, May when they were up six runs and blew it. And that was in the ninth inning. Ugh. Yeah, one of my one of my colleagues was not happy at the end of that game. Oh my, glenn-, uh, glenn Brophy, he was not happy at that at the end of that outcome. Uh, I did oh. I did I did the NBA roundtable with him on Saturday nights. So that puts the Rockies. So that puts
1: the Rockies.
0: Within six games uh, for that second of the Mets and Cardinals, who are both tied for that second spot in the National League wildcard Division standings, the Giants uh, have the Giants are a half game ahead of the Mets and Cardinals for the first spot in that in that division.
2: Yeah, see they were struggling too uh not that long ago. Like about two weeks ago, the Mets were, you know, falling behind. They were like about only like uh two games above five hundred and now they're pouring it on. So things are getting very interesting in the last uh three weeks of the season. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, hey, uh, stick around, gang. This can get very interesting in the last uh, 24 days of the season. Yep. I keep track of all that. Yep. hmm Yeah. All those numbers in my head, you probably think I want to be an accountant. No. <laughs> no, thanks. That would give me a major headache.
0: Just like just like Jeff Moss uh just like what Jeff Moss saw give him a major bleeding in his brain.
2: Ugh. Yeah, we already had that once in baseball this week. I don't think we need to see another one of those. No. No. No.
0: Sometimes we just have to uh like step back, take a step back. Oh yeah. And just do a little yoga just just to just to uh, heal our our brain, our soul, our mind, our bodies. You you know what I'm talking about?
2: Meditation, of course.
0: Just step back from all this man madness
1: and danger. Doesn't help. It doesn't
2: help the game at all. It doesn't help you. you no.
0: Know, Braves and Nationals tied at three in the top of the tenth. Runners on on first and second, two out. A two-zero count.
1: Peterson at bat against Gott. Best versus the worst. Yep. Mm. And yeah,
2: Baltimore Nationals
0: are.
2: Died. Yeah, Nationals are about to win the division, and the and the Braves are going to have the worst uh, record in the league.
0: And the Braves just took the lead. Oh no. I know, right?
2: Well, you know what, they gotta give him one game. I yeah. mean at this Chase point. Peterson. Really, yeah.
0: Chase Peterson singles uh, hits an RBI single scoring Nick Markakis. Tyler Flowers to third on the throw.
2: Well the way we see it, you know, Washington's have does have a little bit more to play for than say the Braves. I mean they're playing for you know, a division crown. And I, and I think they pretty much got it. And the just playing, you know, just for the hell of it.
1: Yep. Now,
2: yeah. now
0: Trevor got just intentionally a walk. Dansby Swanson. And uh, so, Jace Peterson moves to second. Nick, uh, Tyler Flowers stays at third. Diamondbacks and Dodgers are also live. Hmm. Dodgers still lead 2 1
1: after 5. The intentional walk. Boring.
0: Yep. Dodgers have only one hit and one air. The Diamondbacks have five hits. Manners are taking really taking it to, to the Texas Rangers, but the Rangers just just got on the board.
2: Yeah, it's still a eight three when they score anymore.
1: A three run home run by uh By Beltran, I think. Uh-huh. Beltran.
0: See it. see here. Yeah, Carlos Beltran put the Rangers on the board with a three-run jack. He's 27th on the year. Mm. That was in the top of the sixth. They're in the top of the seventh right now. Two outs and a man on third.
1: And, Carl, and Carlos Gomez at bat.
0: And on the mound right now is Nick Vincent. He's got a uh, three sixty ERA.
1: So, so with that, with all the uh, with all the,
0: with all the live games being covered, except the Red Sox lead the Padres seven to two in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. A man on, a, a man on first, and a man out. Red Sox are about to win win that game. Well, the Yankees don't need. Yep. The. Bra braves settle for one in the top half of this top half of the tenth now now the
1: now it's the nationals turn to bat so so, with all that
0: um any more news, Lewis, besides uh, the scores?
2: No, I think that just about wraps up for tonight.
0: All right. Well, that that's going to wrap it up for episode 106 of the Michigan Sports Truth post game edition. Just just you and me from now from, from from here forward, uh we'll we'll both be back Friday night. No, n- not Friday night. I, I got a I got a game to uh, catch on the road at at Howard City Tri-County as the Big Rapids Cardinals visit the Vikings at 7. Then. Then we'll be right back at, at back uh, on the air at seven at uh, on Saturday at eleven for episode one oh seven.
1: About a seven No. Still... no. Oh. Yep.
2: That's bad. Mm hmm. I just sure. heard... Yeah, go ahead. I said how about a seven eleven? I know Yeah. I... uh Yeah. <laughs> I know. I yep. deserved it. Yep. All right. I'll talk to you Saturday.
0: Yep, that's right. So right. so until episode 107, Saturday at 11, for Louis Tenor, this is Taylor Phillips. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appétit. See you then. Good night, all.